You are listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios. What's up, Doc? There's a wabbit down there, and I'm trying to catch him. Uh, what do you mean, uh, wabbit? Wabbits, wabbits. You know, with big, long ears. Oh, like these? Yeah. And a little white fluffy tail. Like this? Yep. And he hops around and around. Oh, like this? You know, I believe this fella is a R-A-B-B-I-T. Pardon me, but you know, you look just like a rabbit. And uh, come here. Listen, Doc. Now, don't spread this around. But, uh, confidentially... Hello and welcome back to the Varmints Podcast, where every week we do a whole bunch of research to educate ourselves and you, the listener, on all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. My name's Paul, I'm your co-host, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I am also not an animal expert. But we are going to talk about an animal today anyway, and the one we're going to talk about is rabbits. (laughs) Here's the news. This is Varmin's Headline News with your anchorman, some guy named Paul. Thank you, Matthew. Now, I'm just going to say right up at the top here that this is a news story that is about two years old, but I could not pass up the headline. The DEA warns of stoned rabbits if Utah passes medical marijuana. And uh, this is from the Washington Post, and the image for the article is a picture of a rabbit that says, The New Face of Marijuana Addiction. Utah is considering a bill that would allow patients with certain debilitating conditions to be treated with edible forms of marijuana. Uh, If the bill passes, the state's wildlife may cultivate a taste for the plant, lose their fear of humans, and basically just be high all the time. That's according to the testimony presented to a Utah Senate panel by Special Agent Matt Fairbanks of the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration. He said that some illegal marijuana grow sites he saw had rabbits that had cultivated a taste for marijuana. He continued, One of them refused to leave us, and we took all the marijuana around him, but his natural instincts were to run, but his natural instincts to run were somehow gone. Well, of course they were. (laughs) I I imagine a a rabbit that's eaten too much marijuana is pretty much just going to sit there for about a half hour staring at his paw, and then if he's get, if he has to go somewhere, like anywhere at all, he's going to hop there very, very slowly. And then he's probably just going to stop at the next Taco Bell he sees. Yeah, you know, let's, let's pop into the 7-Eleven for some Doritos. <laughs> I, I don't see a problem with stoned rabbits. Yeah, it's, I don't know why that would be a big deal. <laughs> There's a lot of rabbits. <laughs> and if some of them are want to spend their time stoned and they don't do so well uh, reproducing, I don't think it's going to hurt anything. You're right. 
<laughs> there are so many rabbits. We really we can afford for some of them to be bums. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that eagle. Look at that eagle in the sky. Whoa, That's whoa. awesome. How does he do oh, that? Where'd you go, Lenny? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you've got predators, it might be best to stay out of the man marijuana patch. Just <laughs> yep. saying. That's fun. <laughs> well, just a reminder, um, everyone go to blazingcariboustudios.com for links to the audio and our show notes for today's episode. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Varmint's Podcast, all one word. Um, and at varmintspodcast at gmail.com for questions, comments, stories, and suggestions. If you like the show, head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a nice little rating and review. And also send your chicken recipes in. Just a note, send your chicken recipes. Yeah, we're still looking for chicken recipes still for sure. Still looking for chicken recipes. We actually got a chicken recipe and it's a really funny one. So I'm going to think that's going to be the winner, but we'll just have to see. <laughs> There's still time. Yep. Let's learn about rabbits. Yeah, what let's is? do that. The what kingdom is? of animals is fascinating. Now I'm going to tell you about their behavior and living pattern. So come on. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? We are blathering about rabbits today. Rabbits are small mammals called lagomorphs. If you call them a rodent, people who are really into rabbits will quickly correct you. They are not rodents at all. They are lagomorphs. There are 24 different varieties of wild rabbits and several dozen breeds of domesticated rabbits in every major continent around the world. The name... Oh, I love etymology stuff. The name rabbit comes from the Middle English word rabbit which comes from a French word that kind of sounds like rabbit, and it means rabbit. <laughs> I always like it when that happens. I just looked at it and called it a rabbit. Uh, male rabbits are called bucks, females are called does, baby rabbits are called kits, and young rabbits are called bunnies, although anymore we just refer to rabbits of any age or sex as bunnies. Bunny rabbits. Bunnies! Yep. Bunnies! <laughs> I don't know if bunny rabbit is... I don't know if that's redundant or not. Mm, well, apparently if a bunny is a young rabbit, then a young rabbit, a young real, male rabbit or a young rabbit? Just a young rabbit in general. Oh, okay. So if it's a young rabbit that's a bunny, then bunny rabbit is not repetitive. So. Okay. Like, bunny rabbit. Because it's a rabbit of the bunny variety. <laughs> but they are all bunnies. Bunnies, 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 bunnies. <laughs> and you know why I'm saying bunnies a lot? Why? Because there's so many of them. So we're going to talk about, you know how people say they breed like rabbits? Sure. Um, it's because rabbits really are really good at <laughs> producing. Super really good. So the average rabbit gets to be sexually mature at about three to eight months old. So what? this is like, yeah, three to eight months old. No way, dude. <laughs> way. Wow. Way. And so they have the rest of their... They live around nine to 12 years normally. Okay. Um, so they have enough of that. They have all that time to make baby bunnies. And um, the breeding season lasts for three quarters of the year. Three quarters of the year. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> so they basically stop for the winter. They're like, okay, no babies in the winter. So the does don't have an estrus cycle. So now what does that mean? They don't have a menstrual cycle and they don't have a heat cycle. So they can just get pregnant at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. It's actually the act of breeding itself that causes the egg to be released so that it can be fertilized. So they're pretty much ready at the drop of a magical hat. Eggs on demand. They are ready. They're ready <laughs> all the time. And then it only takes them 30 days oh to my goodness. produce a litter. So the baby rabbits can be born in a month. <laughs> what? <laughs> I knew rabbits were made a lot of rabbits, but I didn't they realize. Are really good at making baby rabbits. Man. Really good at it. <laughs> I mean, they are a prey species for a lot of animals. So you can imagine that this is probably a pretty good strategy for survival, right? Sure, yeah. Man, there's a lot of danger out there. Let's make a lot of babies. <laughs> baby furnace everywhere. And, uh, yeah, the litters are between 4 and 12 kids, wow. depending on the breed of the rabbit. And then once they're born, they get pregnant again as soon as, like, the following day, like five minutes later. She's oh, like, man. oh, there's the babies. Let's make some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the math. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. All right, so if they keep going like that and if all the babies survive, the large litter breeds, you're looking at about 100 babies per season. Per season, per right? Per season. Yeah, and stretch that out over the course of a lifetime, and you've got about a thousand babies per rabbit. Wow! So they breed like rabbits. Rabbits <laughs> breed like rabbits. They are crazy good at it. <laughs> bunnies, 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 bunnies everywhere. Yeah. That is fascinating. I know. Do you know what all those bunnies do? Mm, eat. They eat a whole lot. Um, <laughs> We have to talk about the rabbit's digestive system because it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. So you might think like I did that rabbits just, they eat grass, they poop the grass out, they eat more grass, just like all mammals do. Well, that's not quite the case. When a rabbit eats, its mouth grinds the food up, it mixes with the saliva, it travels down to the stomach where the acids break it down further, and then down into the small intestine where the nutrients are pulled out and used, which sounds familiar, right? Well, this is where... It kind of takes a turn. Most of what rabbits eat is grass. It's fiber. Now, most mammals, if they eat a lot of fiber, they just poop that fiber right out. But our rabbit's colon will sort out digestible fiber and indigestible fiber. The digestible... Oh, I can't say that word. Digestible fiber gets diverted into the cecum, where bacteria will ferment it. And then the rabbit poops that out into things that are called cecotropes. Donna had to keep reminding me that they are not poop. They are cecotropes. But if you take a look at the picture of them, they look a, they look a lot like poop. Well, that would be because of the physics of the thing, right? They're getting squeezed out of a tube and cut off as little globules. And it, they're so brown. they're going to have that shape, right? So. Sure. Yep. Now, the rabbits are going to eat those cecotropes right yep. out of their own little rabbit bum holes. They're just right fresh out of the oven. They're going to eat them up. Yep. So that they can pass through the digestive system once again, and now their small intestines can better absorb those nutrients. Yep. And then everything, the indigestible fiber and whatever's left from those cecotropes gets pooped out as fecal pellets that they, thank God, do not eat. 
So rabbits are really efficient at processing high fiber and low nutrient meals like grass and hay, and that's basically what makes up most of their diet. Eating the wrong things can really disrupt a rabbit's digestive system and even kill it. Rabbits are actually physically unable to burp or vomit. They can't do it. And they can't, oh, wow. they can't fart without physical assistance. Oh my gosh. If a rabbit happens to get gas, they'll often throw themselves on the ground or they'll roll on something hard like a rock just to get the gas to come out. Um, because if the gas stays in there, it can cause intestinal stasis and the rabbit will die. So, rabbits can when, fart, but they, they prefer to not ever have gas at all. Yeah, well, I don't blame them. And uh, just as a side note, I've been to social functions where I've had to hold my gas in, and I thought I was going to die, too. <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> it's, yep. not, it's not uncommon for rabbits to have red, orange, or pink urine. Uh, a four-and-a-half-pound rabbit will drink as much water in a day as a 25-pound dog. And while rabbits do like carrots, carrots have a lot more sugar than a rabbit can handle. So if you have a pet rabbit, you can give them little pieces of carrot as a snack now and then. But too much carrots, they'll actually kill a rabbit. Hmm. I didn't know that. That's yep. interesting. So I want to thank uh, a few Redditors, people on Reddit that helped me with this. Casey Michelle, Borg Chupacabra, Will Lev, and Smitheroons. Thank you guys for your help this week for my part of this little uh, podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. You know, I remember something about my grandma said that, that rabbits um, would raid her garden all the time, her vegetable garden, but they wouldn't eat the carrots. They would eat the um, cabbages. Yeah, the leafy green stuff. That doesn't give them gas. They can eat that stuff a lot. So that's crazy because cabbage gives me gas all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cabbage. <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> All right, it's disclaimer time. The Varmints Podcast knows it's not fair to compare animal intelligence to human intelligence, but then we only really have the yardstick of ourselves, so we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. On a scale of 1 to 10, I gave rabbits... Well, I didn't really give rabbits a number because it really depends on if they're wild or domesticated, according to what I read. Wild mm -hmm. rabbits tend to be smarter because domesticated rabbits have had intelligence literally bred out of them. Yeah, they don't need it. They don't need it. Yeah. So wild rabbits tend to be more problem-solving than a domesticated rabbit because a domesticated rabbit doesn't really have to worry about predators. And indeed, uh, if a domesticated rabbit shows any signs of maybe trying to use tools or solve problems they are not they don't breed those they like dumb rabbits people who who you know raise rabbits they like them dumb so i gave wild rabbits a 5 and domesticated rabbits like a 2 well i'm sort of on board with having pets not be too smart you know <laughs> i mean i know people that will brag about how smart their dog is and stuff and i'm like you know my dogs are not geniuses and i'm really glad that they're not because <laughs> it's really hard to keep up with a super intelligent animal so you know what we want is for them to be cuddly and sweet and apparently rabbits are i was saying to you before the show the rabbit is the only other animal outside of a dog or a cat that i've ever seriously considered getting because right. they are apparently wonderful pets my mother had one as a child um and people love them they say that they are 
sweet and cuddly and, you know, really fun to interact with. And How smart on a scale of 1 to 10? Did you give him a, a number? Sorry, no, I, I didn't, but I pretty much agree with you. Oh, okay. So I think the wild buns are probably 5, you know? Yeah. Because I've seen the buns outside. Do you guys have those little tiny cottontail rabbits in Florida? No, we do not. We have like these brown kind of generic looking rabbits. I don't know what they're called. Okay, well, we have these little, you should look up a picture of them there. I think they're called the mountain cottontail. And they are itty bitty. They look like baby, what you would think was a baby bunny size of rabbit. They're really tiny. And there's actually pretty smart, I think, for a little prey item. There's one, there's a one or a family of them that lives in a bush outside my apartment. And I watch them and there's a neighborhood cats have not been able to catch them. They just can't. (laughs) These guys are too good at hiding. They're too good at fooling the cat. I've seen them sort of go, like, pretend to run in one direction and then double back and actually run in the other direction. (laughs) The cat's like, yeah! All right, we are going to talk about pop culture and a few other things, but we'll do that right after this message. Hi there. This is Brett Stewart from Geek Cinema Society. Are you a film lover? Do you consider yourself a connoisseur of the silver screen? Well, Geek Cinema Society is a weekly roundtable program where each episode we touch on a film considered pivotal to geek culture. From Blade Runner to The Goonies to Mad Max, we dig into it all. Plus, our guest each week hasn't seen that week's film until the episode. Join me and my co-hosts, Nicole Davis and David Luzader, on a spectacularly fun journey that hits your podcast feed every Sunday. Available on Blazing Caribou Studios. And now for something completely different. Hey, you know, me and Donna, we're just a couple of nerds like you, and we don't see animals up close and in person very often. So let's talk a little bit about where we see them most of the time on movies, TV, and video games. Now, there is a lot of rabbits in pop culture to choose from. To me, this one was kind of a no-brainer. There's another one that was kind of a no-brainer that Donna's going to talk about, but the one I'm going to talk about is the killer rabbit of Carabanog from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Behold the cave of Carabanog! Right. Keep me covered. What with? Just keep me covered. Too late! What? There he is! Where? There! What, behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. <laughs> you silly sod. What? You guys all worked up. Well, that's no ordinary rabbit. <laughs> that's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you ever set eyes on. You tit. I saw my arm and I was so scared. <laughs> Look, that rabbit's got a vicious street a mile wide. It's a killer. Get stuck. It'll do you a, a treat, mate. Oh, you yeah? Manky Scots git. I'm warning you. What's he do? Nibble your bum? He's got huge, sharp... Uh, he can leap about... Look at the bones! <laughs> Go on, boys. Chop his head off. <laughs> right, silly little Peter. One rabbit suit coming right up. Look! Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I warn you... <laughs> 
So the rabbit injures several of the knights, kills a couple of them. The knights themselves, hey, they, they have no hope of killing or injuring this rabbit. So then they have to, of course, yep. deploy the holy hand grenade of Antioch, which is ultimately That's used right. to kill it and allow the quest to proceed. Uh, yes. The rabbit in the movie was portrayed in the movie by both a real rabbit and a prop. And yep. a, a little bit of trivia. The woman who owned the real rabbit was really unhappy with the crew of the movie because I guess they just doused it in fake blood and she had right. to clean all the fake blood off of her little rabbit and she was Aww. not happy about that. Aww. So that's my favorite rabbit in pup culture. And uh, Well, I'm sure the rabbit was okay, but yeah. Oh, a little, and just a little side note. The idea of a killer rabbit is actually really common in video games. And one video game that you can find a killer rabbit in is a game that you play a lot, World of Warcraft. Yes, there is a rabbit called the Dark Moon Rabbit. Yes. And he is inspired directly by the um, killer rabbit of Kyra Banad. <laughs> and he's really, really hard to kill. But if you do, you get a Dark Moon Rabbit pet. That's what I saw. Yeah, it says uh, it's a white rabbit of fearsome combat ability that requires an entire well-orchestrated raid group to effectively attack and kill. And you've done yep. this before. I have not done it. I have not managed to be there when it was up. Oh, okay. So I don't have the pet. But the pet is really funny. He's a little rabbit. It is a pet that I would like to acquire. <laughs> but it's much harder to get than it should be. So, yeah. So You got to go do that. It would be great if it was up. It'd be great, but I, I go there. This thing is only once a month. It's a it's a pain to get it, so that's why I don't have it. Okay, so the other no-brainer that we definitely need to talk about is Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. He is my favorite, I think, cartoon of all time. Really? Yeah, I really cool. can't think of a character that I liked more growing up watching cartoons. I never missed Looney Tunes, and I loved Bugs. He was my absolute favorite. Awesome. I just, there's so many episodes that I could bring to mind, but you picked a really good clip. Hey, you want me to play it? Yeah, play it. This is a little musical number with Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Okay, roll them. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? What's up, Doc? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bunting. Duck is gonna hunting just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! You're gonna hurt someone with that old shotgun. Hey, what's up, Doc? We really mean it. <laughs> oh, shakes me back. <laughs> Sitting in front of the TV, watching watching Looney Tunes. Yep. Eat cereal. Yeah. Me too. In your jammies. Absolutely. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom and dad are still in bed. Woo! Best. <laughs> Best times. Okay, so Bugs Bunny was created in 1940 by Leon Schlesinger Productions, and that was later Warner Brothers Cartoons, right? Right. Um, he was originally voiced by Mel Blanc, who did a ton of Looney Tunes characters. Um, but uh, he's a bunny, he's a rabbit, and he has a 
he's sort of a trickster personality, so he's always pulling tricks on everybody. Like, Elmer Fudd is probably the most famous one that he likes to pull tricks on, but he also messes with Daffy Duck a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun. Oh, gosh, so much fun. But he has appeared in various short films, feature films, compilations, TV series, music records, uh, comic books, video games, award shows, amusement park rides, and commercials. And so he also appeared in more films than any other cartoon character and, and this is interesting, is the ninth most portrayed film personality in the world. What? Yeah. No way, dude. Yep, most portrayed character in film, Guinness Book of World Records, May 2011, number Holy nine. Cow. Number nine. He has his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That is amazing. Because people love Bugs Bunny. I'm yeah. in a very big crowd. I love him. What's your favorite memory of Bugs Bunny cartoons? My favorite memory of Bugs Bunny cartoons. You know what I like about Bugs Bunny cartoons in general is that without realizing it, kids are being exposed to classical music through those cartoons. Yes, you know? that's true. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, I so think... what, what's, up, what's Opera Doc is your favorite? No, you know what I like is the uh, the Barber of Seville, Bugs Bunny with, oh, where, yeah. where he's got Elmer Fudd in the barber chair, and uh-huh. he's like putting, he's like basically making a salad on his head. Yes, <laughs> I love that one. That's probably my favorite Bugs oh. Bunny memory. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, but the What's Up Doc or What's Opera Doc is really good. Famous, uh, killed a rabbit, killed a rabbit. <laughs> yep. You remember that one? Sure. And then I love the one that uh, he's being a hairdresser. They're really, <laughs> yeah, he's really funny. He's making his hair. He's the monster's like what? He's distracted the monster by giving him a new hairdo. Yep. <laughs> love that. Oh, that's so. awesome. And then when he's Robin Hood, oh, that's a classic. Oh, I I forgot about that. Yeah, or he's not Robin Hood. Daffy Duck is, but he's in it. And he he uh, he says uh, he must have gone to Worcester, sister, 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 sister. It's the best. I love bugs. I do yeah. too. We have nothing more to say about him except he's amazing. And yeah, Bugs Bunny is so cool. We couldn't not mention him somewhere in the show. I mean, you can't yeah. do a podcast about rabbits and not. You gotta mention Bugs Bunny. Unless we do another podcast about rabbits later. Which we could probably do because there's a lot of rabbit information out there. So Tons. people like rabbits. Rabbits are cool. And yes, people they love are. them. So people like eating them too. They do. I like to eat. I bet you he's eaten a rabbit before. I bet. I've eaten rabbit before. It's delicious. Mm. It is fantastic. It's kinda like a cross between chicken and pork. It's somewhere mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. And it mm-hmm. is wonderful and I am sad that I cannot find it in the grocery store more often, and it's delicious. Hmm. I've never had it. You've never had it? Uh-uh, no. And I should, because I have a lot of hunting relatives, so I've had venison, and you know? Yeah. So, you would think that it would be the kind of thing that I would have had, but uh, nope. But yeah, you you do consider it food? Yeah, I look at that animal and say that's food. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Donna? Yes. Is your brain a repository of useless information like mine is? Not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in there at all today, but uh, usually. Thank, yes. thank God you have show notes in front of you. Yes. yes. <laughs> 
Well, let's help the listeners win that next trivia night or just sound smarter than the rest of the room with the animal fact of the week. And my fact is that just like there are dog shows, there are rabbit shows. Show bunnies! <laughs> there are show bunnies. The American Rabbit Breeders Association is a thing that exists. They recognize 49 breeds of rabbits. They have a book of standards. They have big shows. And I was watching, I was looking for videos of rabbit shows on YouTube, and I was really hoping to see, like, rabbits on a leash being walked around in a circle on, a, like, a big green carpet. But it's a little more industrial than that. It's just stacks of rabbits in cages with judges going around taking notes. Uh, oh. But but there is show that rabbits. doesn't sound very entertaining. It's not entertaining, but it is a thing. It's a thing that exists. They should just put all the bunnies in the middle of the arena and just have them <laughs> hop around, you know? <laughs> And then you have judges going, ah, well, you see, Mr. <laughs> Tiddles, the confirmation on Mr. Tiddles is supreme. <laughs> Look at how fluffy his butt is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually put the scorecard in the show notes because it's a hoot. It's fun to read. All the, oh, little, awesome. the little different things that they look for on these rabbits. So the what are the most interesting breeds of rabbits for show rabbits, do you think? Is there any one that you would say is the cutest or well, I don't the know silliest? About the, or? I don't know about the cutest, but the the 2016 Best in Show winner at the the big show, the whatever the <laughs> equivalent of the West... The Mi Big Bun! The Big Bun, there you go. <laughs> the winner was a, a white New Zealand rabbit, and it looks like the grumpiest rabbit ever. <laughs> well, All right, I have to look this up. Just yeah, give me a second. Sure. Here. What, what is it go, now? What? Go to American Rabbit Breeders Association. What's the real name of the show? Oh, I don't know. Um, here, let me find it. I can find it. He looks so grumpy, but and at it's the a same grumpy time, looking rabbit. Super cute too. Also, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, look how irritable he is. He's yep. a grumpy bun, grumpy bunny. I guess they also do cavies there too, which look like little. They look like little Twinkies with fur and ears. I don't yeah. know what cavies are. They're guinea pigs, right? Is that what they are? So. I guess they look like guinea pigs. We have to do a whole other show on, on guinea pigs. But totally, because guinea pigs are awesome. Anyway, that's a, that's a good place to go, that website, if you want to look at all the different breeds of domesticated rabbits. And it's also a good place to go if you're thinking of, of getting a pet rabbit. And uh, don't get a pet rabbit just because it's Easter coming up. Get a pet rabbit because, oh, you know, no. you've done the homework. But they yeah. have resources there that say, hey, if you're getting ready to, to buy a rabbit, here's what to look for. And that's pretty helpful. Nice. I would love to have a bunny rabbit. I think it would be a great pet. Do you think it would be good luck to have a rabbit? No. I do <laughs> not think it would be good luck to have a rabbit. Absolutely not. And I think it's gross that people ever thought that this was cool. But you'd have it's, like four rabbit's feet in the house if you had one rabbit. So that's super lucky, right? So Yeah. So the reason that rabbit's feet are considered lucky, this is really creepy. So so apparently the fir first the ancient Celts associated rabbits, uh, the whole rabbit, not just a severed foot, ew, uh, with good luck back in 600, uh, 600 BC. So it's because they live underground in burrows, so they can communicate with the spirits of the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> so, so apparently, the actually the rabbit's foot itself thingy has to do with 
um, an American, African-American folk spirituality called Hoodoo. Hoodoo? And it's said that, yeah, Hoodoo, you do. Um, <laughs> the rabbits are lucky because of their reproduction habits, so carrying a rabbit's uh, foot was thought to help with fertility, okay? Because sure. they are really good at being, you know, I mean, if you believe in sympathetic magic, which I don't, uh, then I suppose that would make a lot of sense. But why the foot? I don't Isn't know. Isn't that weird? Like, oh, why the foot? I think I know it's why, a- because I read about this a little bit. I think it's because the rabbits were, like, really fast or, like, something having to do with their their hind feet being in front of their front feet when they're running. Yeah, I don't or know. Or something like the, that. There's an article I'm reading about it uh, I, that I read about it to this by a folklorist um, or quotes a folklorist and they don't mention anything about it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. But here's the rules. They have to be, uh, it has to be the left hind foot and uh, the rabbit has to have been captured or killed in a cemetery. It has to be cut off on a specific day, usually a Friday, but with variations weather, date, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then here's, according to folklorist Bill Ellis, some believed that the foot would be more powerful if the rabbit was killed on an actual grave. The meaner oh, the person... Oh, no! The meaner the person, the luckier the <laughs> foot. Ugh. You know what? <laughs> Even if I did believe in that, I would probably say, you know what, I'll just, I'll take my chances. That seems like a lot yeah. of work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out that the, the but you don't have to worry today if you if you want a little lucky rabbit's foot charm um they haven't been real rabbit's feet for a very long time they're they're just a little fake thing with fake fur so you don't even really see them anymore not really i remember having one in the 70s but um it wasn't a real rabbit's foot it was a fake fur thing Sure. I would never have carried around a real rabbit's foot. It was just some sort of prize we got for at the carnival or something. I don't remember. But I think the uh, last time I, I saw a real rabbit's foot with like the little claws and everything mm-hmm. was probably middle school, and that was like the early eighties. Yeah, and those aren't real even. Those ones, they're not even real. The even claws the ones are with the claws. Yeah, they haven't been for a long, long. Oh long wow. Long. Okay. So, yeah, they're all plastic, fake, fake fur. They dye the fur. They dye it all those weird colors and stuff. So. But I haven't seen them for a long time, so. But that's okay. That's a practice that we could probably just go the way of the dodo. Yeah. You know, there's no reason for that. There's no reason for that. That is some messed up stuff, guys. <laughs> that's not being nice to animals. Do not do that. It is not nice. Don't be. That's mean. Cutting off a bunny's foot. Bunny feet are so cute and fluffy and little. Not cool. <laughs> so our show notes this week are going to have a ton of uh, rabbit pictures in them and bunny pictures especially I saw a video that just apropos of nothing is like baby bunnies everywhere and that's what it is it's just baby bunnies all over the place just a video of nothing but baby bunnies hopping around having a good time that's and awesome you definitely need that with your morning coffee that's all I'm going to say that sounds we'll have a great day that sounds delightful yeah it is yeah, and the show notes are going to be at blazingcariboustudios.com slash rabbits. So look for those there. And this show was produced with technical support by Matthew Chomo and music by Kevin McLeod. And on the Rugrats Corner this week, my nephew Lucas. My nephew Lucas has something to say about rabbits. What do you know about rabbits? 
they sit down when they want to, and then they sweep in some gum, and then they gub and bounce somewhere. And what do they look like? Bunnies. Would you eat a rabbit? No. How smart do you think a rabbit is? It's so bouncy smart. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be nice to animals. You've been listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios.